Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Inspirational Outlook. My name is Nate. I'm the host of this podcast, and I want to thank you for joining me here today. This podcast, Inspirational Outlook, is all about inspiring you, the listener, to be able to start taking action on what you truly want in life. And through that, be able to become the best version of yourself you can possibly be by taking these nuggets, I call them gold nuggets, these gold nuggets from the podcast or from any of these episodes and apply them in your life today. And today, I would love to talk about the story that you are telling yourself. I'm all about being able to change paradigms and, and, and change mindsets. And one thing that I have been really honing in on, even in this past week and these couple weeks, just from what I've been going through, is what is my mindset? And, and trying to turn that ship around. I've had so many people tell me that, well, Nate, you can't just, you know, switch off your brain and think positive and everything is fine and dandy. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. It is a, it's a progressive process that you have to do. It's a, it's, it's realizing right in the moment, Ooh, I don't like this negative thought. I don't like how I'm seeing the outcome or seeing the results of what is going on. I'm going to start changing that. And of course, the best time to change something is right in that moment. It is right when it's happening because if you don't and you keep stewing those negative thoughts or you keep, I don't know, pushing in and pressing into the bad, the not so good, three, four days from now, you're going to have a harder time trying to change your mindset around. It's going to take you a little bit longer to, to turn that ship, to turn that positive thinking into something that is proactive and, and working in your life. And one of the biggest things that I've noticed is what you are telling yourself in this story, telling yourself a different story, a, a key part of anybody's life and, and really of my life too is, is to allow people to perceive their lives from a better perspective. And of course, you if, if you can learn to create a new and improved story about the life you've lived so far, it can go a long way to help you improve the rest of your time on this earth. And what I mean by that is, Yes, you cannot change the past. The past is in the past. There's nothing you can do about it. But you can change how you view the past. You can change your perspective on what happened. You could look at something that happened in your life and be like, oh, that was the worst time in my life. Or you can look at that, ooh, that was the best learning experience I've ever had. Again, you cannot change the past, but you can change how you view your past and the perspective that you have on your past. And so what I've did for the over these I don't know, the past couple of weeks I've been thinking about this and I've compiled together a list of different things that have helped me through, through books or just over the years too and some stuff I've, that I've come up with. And you can, you know, jot this stuff down, take mental notes, take these golden nuggets and, and really apply them to your life and really lean into wanting to tell yourself a different story. If you don't like the story that you're in, of course. If you're waking up every day and be like, oh, I have to go to work today. This is awful. Or oh, I, have to, I have to work on this relationship or whatever the case may be. Whatever negative type mentality you have towards something, you can tell a different story about it. it, it it's so powerful. The, 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 there's so much power in the story that you tell yourself. And so I'm just going to come up with a hypothetical example 
Um, let's let's give the names. Uh, um, trying to think of names on the spot. Um, Steve and Stan. No, Ben and Ryan. There we go. We'll just use no Steve and Stan. I <laughs> like no rhyme or reason. Steve and Stan. So Steve tells himself a story that he's he's incredibly handsome and talented, talented, and he deserves to let's say just date a beautiful woman. When he sees a beautiful woman at a party, he won't hesitate to talk to her with, with full charisma and, and full charm. He'll, he'll ask her out with full confidence that she'll say yes. And she usually will because charisma and self-confidence, of course, is very attractive. And then there's uh, Stan. Stan tells himself a story that he's unattractive. When he sees a woman at a party, it maybe doesn't even enter into his mind to talk to her. Because he doesn't consider that there is a chance that she will like him. And if he does find the courage to introduce himself, he's ex- he is extremely hesitant and nervous about being rejected. And of course, these nerves make women less, warm, less likely to warm to him or talk to him. I know, very, very hypothetical, kind of on the spot there. So, but in that story, the twins are both born with the same opportunity. The only difference between their success in the dating world is the story, stories that they continue to tell themselves on a day-to-day basis. There are, there's plenty of real-life stories out there if you want to find them. Um, Picasso. Pablo Picasso. Why was Picasso, why did he become one of the world's famous artists, world's famous artists while his son, was it Paolo? Paolo? Decided to live life as a relative nobody. Nobody talks about Picasso's son. But Pablo Picasso, this, this, this world-famous artist. Um, another example. But yeah, Serena and Venus Williams. The twin sisters who are one of the mo- most world's... Here we go. They're the, one of the world's most successful tennis players. While their half-sister... Again, I don't, I don't know the whole story around that. Uh, Yentude... I think it was something like that. Only She only wanted to be their personal assistant. That's all she wanted to do. Yes, of course, there's many variables at play. But a huge one is that the successful people believe they can do it. They, they tell themselves that. So they actually walk the path and keep walking when it gets tough. So the, 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 that whole reason that celebrities or millionaires and billionaires become so, so successful is because one day they decided they could do it. They, they started telling themselves a different story, not a story of, consider J.K. Rowling, not, not a story of, well, these publishers don't like me. I'm just going to throw these books away. Or uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken Guy, what's his name? Oh, man. Anyway, so his story, 64 years old, he didn't throw his recipe away. No, he kept talking to people and be like, hey, I have something. He kept talking and talking, but he kept getting rejected time and time again. There's a, a gentleman, I, I, again, the name slips my mind, but he wanted to be a doctor. He wanted to be a doctor so bad, but hospitals, he had his degree and everything. Hospitals denied him and rejected him and, and all these other things, but he kept trying and trying and trying. And then one day he succeeded and finally landed his job, and he is now the first person who created the artificial heart. Like, what? So they told themselves that story of, I will become successful in XYZ. I will... Yeah, just I will, I will, I, I will be able to do this. I, I will overcome. And so how do two people, like even family members or the same household, 
or sometimes on the same block, end up with completely different stories about themselves. And then I, I believe one of the main reasons behind that is as children, as children, especially, we are incredibly susceptible to believing other people's stories about us. Other stories become our own. When we're listening to other people, school, man, school is so impactive on a children's mindset and how they view themselves. If they are getting bad marks in math or science, they will understand that, oh, I, I, I suck at this. And then they'll hear from your peers, oh, you're not good at math. You can't do anything with math. Or you're not creative because you can't draw an art class. You, you are horrible at art. You suck at art. That is not something that is for you. And then they go through their lives believing, well, since other people told that about me, it must be true. Or someone trying to play basketball. If they're not doing well, they'll just get shut down by their friends or family members, whoever it is, whoever, whoever is, is close to them and tell them that, no, that is not working for you. You cannot do that. It's not for you. And then they go through life believing that, oh, I'm not good at basketball. I'm not creative because I can't draw. I've heard that one before. I'm not good at math because I didn't do well in math. But yet there's calculators and equations that you can walk up or go online and figure this stuff out now. And, and so we, but we believe that we, we barely knew a thing about the world in our early years. So what happened? We soaked up everyone else's stories like a sponge. We, we are like um, this plastic, this clay being molded by parents and teachers and significant others in our life. If, if our parents, if your parents or my parents, if they raised us to believe we are worthless and completely incapable of achieving anything, guess what? That story becomes our own, and we grow up with low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. There we go. If, if, if they say the world is very dangerous and people are untrustworthy, that becomes our story. We, we don't trust anyone. We, we, we become a hermit. We can't talk to anyone. No one needs to know what I'm doing. I, I can't tell anybody. If, if, they, if they tell us we were, however, I'm com like completely on the flip side, if they tell us we are smart, if we are kind, and beautiful and can achieve anything we want, goodness sakes. I mean, the, there's more power. There's more power in those types of words. You have to mean it, of course. There's more power in those words in a child's life than anything else that will set them up for success, like it in school, for instance. If, if, if all you do to your child, or even to your friends, or even to, your, your, even to yourself, if you tell yourself, I am, I am smart, I am kind, I am beautiful, and I can, achieve, I can achieve anything I put my mind to. You will grow up. You, you will come to a point where you will look back in your life and be like, I'm so glad I did that because through that, that has allowed me to take the steps necessary to have the confidence necessary to keep moving forward and achieve what I truly want to achieve out of life. And again, it's, it's not so much having millions and millions and billions of dollars and, and, and own, uh, owning and operating all these businesses. Like, what does success mean to you? Success to me, and I, I've learned this over the years, and I, I really have enjoyed uh, um, Earl Nightingale's, or I think it's Napoleon Hill's, Napoleon Hill's definition of success. His definition of success was, it is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. If your, if your picture of success is being a school teacher, and retiring at a school teacher, that is success to you. If your idea of success or, quote, making it 
is owning a gas station or or staying with a company in the HR department until retirement or or or, or till, until you feel fulfilled then that is success to you you're the one who defines that no one else can there's a lot of people say nope you are only successful if you raise four kids if you drive a nice BMW and have 500,000 in the bank right now i mean that's nice that that that's if that's what success means to them then great that's awesome but that's not for a lot of people it's I'm, I'm getting off track here. It's it, for some people, it's very difficult going back, going back to the whole believing other people's stories and and how we adapt them and adopt them to ourselves. It's very difficult to reframe those stories we're told as children because they're so ingrained. It is a paradigm, and I believe that's why many people hire. Um, I don't like this word, life coaches or or mentors. I'll do that one better. Mentors to help them with that. These professionals and I myself were, were able to help you dive into your past and see how it has shaped you as a person today and then start rewriting your story. As you develop these narratives that are going to put you in a place of great achievement or of achievement just in general, you are able to get past the, uh, the, the, the low self-esteem, the woe is me, I had a horrible upbringing and and own it and be like, yes, that was my past, but guess what? I'm not there anymore. I'm not there anymore. It's uh, again, using your past as research and development and taking the pieces from the past and laying them on the ground and using them as stepping stones, because this is who I have become. This is who I, however, this is who I'm going to be. I'm using my past as again, research and development. I'm going to stop there because <laughs> I'm getting a little excited. Of course, in a little a great start to being aware that the bad stories you tell yourself were originally told by someone else. That is one of the best places to start, especially if you're in a career that you're really struggling with, or even in school, or even in, even in a relationship at the moment. And once you realize that, hopefully, you then can start changing that narrative, that, that self-narrative. The, the best way to t- start telling yourself a different story is finding out what isn't working. Look at your results. Look at your results. Your results are a direct reflection of your thoughts and your story that you repeatedly tell yourself over and over. There's a quote by Gandhi. I I have it up on the screen here. I lost it. Hold on. There it is. Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. Your values becomes your destiny. That's a, that is such a beautiful quote. It's, it, you have to start with your beliefs. Your beliefs, thoughts, and words. You really have to start with that. This will allow you and empower you to change your actions, your habits, and your values. Many, many successful people believe in this strategy. It starts with your beliefs. It starts with your story. That's why you'll see so many of them recommending affirmations or, or mood boards or vision boards, uh, the, the, the law of attraction, future self-journaling, writing down in, 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 the, um, in the way of you already achieving it. I have. I am, and then writing out what you want to be or what you want to have. They manifest the life they want by focusing on what they want. I'm going to repeat that again. Successful people manifest the life they want by focusing on what they want. 
I would highly recommend you just start doing with that. Just start writing down what you want in present tense as if you've already achieved it, as, as if you've already accomplished it, as if you have already obtained it. And so by doing that, you start telling yourself a different story. You start focusing on what you actually want and what you do not want. What happens when you focus on what you want? You will eventually get it. What happens when you focus on what you don't want? You will also get that too. Uh, I'm just, wow, what the heck was that? (laughs) Um, Also, another really big aspect of being able to start changing your story and start, you know, this whole self-narrative is surround yourself with people who are positive. Even even in adulthood, you better believe other people are trying to contribute to the story you tell yourself about the world and your place in it. Look at the media. Look at the just turn the TV on, turn to the news channel for two minutes. They are gonna tell you a story that you need to believe. They are trying to sell you something on an opinion. And what is an opinion? An opinion is the cheapest commodity on this planet. Everybody has them and they all want to get them out and they want to make sure that you know what their opinion is. Man, you you have to be strong. You have to be strong to resist those types of voices. The voices of your friends and family or the ones close to you. You are at the mercy of your environment. That's why that hook, wow, we're having a great day. That's why that quote by Jim Ron, um, R-O-H-N, beautiful man, He goes, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You really are. So surround yourself with positive people. If you you surround yourself with four people who are gluttons, who drink all the time, are abusive with with their words, hate their job, um, don't have the income that they want, guess what? You're going to be number five. You're going to be a part of that pod. Surround yourself with positive people. People create create a new and improved environment, even with with enthusiastic, successful people who believe in themselves. If you surround yourself with winners, if you surround yourself with the people who are making and breaking and bending the rules, but are succeeding and not trampling on the the beliefs of other people, or not not in any kind of negative way, you are going to become a winner. Their energy will rub off on you. Surround yourself with positive people. They will make an impact far greater than um, just telling yourself a different story alone. Yes, telling yourself a different story over and over again is helpful. It is going to start that path and momentum forward. But when you start surrounding yourself with even the people you want to be, surrounding yourself with them, that's where you start growing because then they are going to challenge you. They are going to maybe even mentor you. By golly, that would be amazing. That'd be absolutely amazing. So that, 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 uh, Jim Ron, Ron, I think it's Ron, R-O-8, Ron, that Jim, that Jim Ron quote really uh, appears to cover people who physically, who you physically spend time with. However, there's, there's a lot of other ways to be influenced by the voices we hear or read in the media too. And so it's, it's worth taking care of of what media we consume. And this is not just news or, or, or television. Like, w- what, about the, what about the autobiographies you read? Or the podcasts you listen to, like this one, or other podcasts, or even books. Books, um, cassettes, CDs, if you're... St- <laughs> cassettes, wow. Those, you will most likely discover that 
in any of those books and any of those podcasts or episodes or see whatever it is, whatever you're listening to, whatever media you're consuming, you will most likely discover that everyone had struggles that they had to overcome. They have to overcome it just as you do. So if they can, why can't you? You know, I, I consider myself in the, the, the cleaning industry with my business. And there's many times where I'll go through a day and be like, I can't do this. This is dumb. Why am I doing this? Those, those negative thoughts will just come out of nowhere. You know, something bad happens. And there's mo- I used to take them personally. I, I really used to take them and be like, nope, this is my identity. This is who I am. I can't do this. Woe is me. I used to be in there. I, I, I used to soak all that stuff up. And of course, now that I've, I've read and I've learned and I've, I've listened to other people who have struggled like that, it's like, oh, I just humanized all of the other successful people out there by reading the problems and the difficulties that they've been through. And that has truly helped me realize and understand that, no, I have to go through what I'm going through in order to grow through what I'm going through. That whole idea, you, in order to grow, you have to go through what you're going through. There's growth on the other side of what you are going through, but you have to be, you have to be willing. Yes, you are able, but you have to be willing. You have to ask yourself those, those two questions. You, you personally, I can say that, yes, you are able, but you have to ask yourself, am I able and am I willing? Am I able and am I willing to go through this, this difficulty, this opportunity, this this next stage in life to grow. That is, that is totally up to you. That really is. So when talking about, when other people are talking to you about their goals or their dreams and how you, when you're, there we go, when you're listening to people and you are taking in what they are saying in regards to what you can and cannot do, I really want you to challenge those voices. I really want you to challenge those people who are talking to you. Because some people they, I mean, as great, as, as good as their intentions are and as, as much as they love you, they are doing a disservice to you. However, you also have, to, it, is your, it is your job as well to recognize that and to be like, hey, thanks mom, thanks dad, or thanks uncle, thanks grandpa, thanks teacher I looked up to in high school, whatever the case may be. Thank you for those words. However, this is what I'm going to do. This is why I want to do what I'm going to do and I'm going to stick to it. Surely we, we, have, we have all heard negative talk like that. And I think there's also even elevated to that. It's that negative voice inside. Like, yes, there's, there's the voices around you and the people around you that really impact your life a lot, a lot. <laughs> However, there's a voice that's even stronger than all of those. And it's your own. And we've, we've all heard that negative inner voice that says we're incapable, incapable of doing something. It's, it's fine to hear that voice. <laughs> it is. Trust me, it is. But it's how you are reacting to that, how you are responding. How about you try and, and prove it wrong? What, what if you take, listen to that voice and be like, okay, that's, that's nice. And rather than believing it with, with zero evidence, like it's, it's taking that inner voice and recognizing that it's just a voice. You are the one who controls your thoughts their own, your, your own thoughts. It's that whole X, Y factor. You know, the X factor is, is what you're doing. And the Y factor is what you really want to do. So that X factor continually tells you and keeps you in your space, your space, your spot, your comfort zone. When you break out of that, when you start looking into the Y factor of what you truly want, 
that X, X Factor wakes up, gets off the couch, throws a blanket on the ground, and is like, what the heck? What are we doing here? This is not supposed to happen. And it's that inner voice that is going to be the most challenging. Challenge those limiting beliefs. You will probably surprise yourself. It's being able to challenge that inner voice. It's that voice that says you can't do it. It's that X factor. It's that fear. Ooh, there we go. It's the, it's the fear. It's the doubt. It's the worry. It's the, oh, what if this happens? But what if it, this is supposed, what if my Y factor does come into play? What if I do achieve my goal? What if I'm able to break out of this old job and start my own business? What if I do talk to that person and we build a beautiful relationship together? Whether you think you can or think you cannot, you are probably right. Henry Ford, beautiful quote, whether you think you can or think you cannot, you are probably right. And it's so true. Our thoughts are powerful. Your thoughts are powerful. So stinking powerful. If you start your morning and you wake up and and your heart is full of gratitude and you start telling yourself, this is going to be an amazing day. I'm going to have fun today. This This is going to be a day of learning. This is going to be a day of enjoyment. And if something that is not good comes into your life, you have the option to say, well, there goes that day. The day's done. This came up. That came up. My boss yelled at me. Or it could be like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. That's, that's different. Let's look at the, let, let's take that and turn that into something positive. I don't know what the case may be. Like the whole boss yelling. Ooh, he's not having a very good day. I'm not going to take that personally. I'm going to go ask him if there's anything else I can do if there's something that I did wrong, if there's something I don't understand, if I'm ignorant to something, if I, if I just don't know, okay? There, there, there's so many ways you can start telling your, uh, a, a positive story to that. It, you will most likely have an end on a positive note. You're going to lay down in bed and be like, man, that day was awesome. However, flip side of that, of course, that inner voice of not having a good day, and be like, great, I have to go to work. I don't want to go to work. I just want to stay home. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I hate my boss. I hate my coworkers. I hate the I hate the one who always chews gum next to me and smacks her lips all the time. Like there's so many negative things that come up in your mind in a fraction of a second. Our minds are so powerful, so strong. Guess what? You're not gonna have a very good day. You're you're kind of setting yourself up for failure there. You get to the end of the day and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that day's over finally go to bed. Yeah, that's that's kind of a miserable life. Don't get me wrong. I like I catch myself there. I catch myself in those negative thoughts. Like, hold on. I was the one who thought that thought. I'm the only one who put that thought there. I need to change that. And then you start turning that ship around. You really do. And so there's there's so many ways you can start strengthening your power over your inner voice. And it's, you know, it's, it's just trying to quiet it. There's, there's plenty you can do to quiet it or even ignore. Like one of my favorite things to do is, is sit on the side of the mental curb in your mind and observe your thoughts. And if a thought that approaches your point of view, like front and center, you can look at that thought, you know, look at and be like, ooh. That one doesn't add value to my life. I, I'm not very fond of that one. And just, you know, there goes the thought. And as you are observing your thoughts, as you are c- continue to look at your thoughts and own your thoughts and control your thoughts, you are able to then, you know, 
come up in a way where, ah, I'm trying to think of the word. It's not necessarily, yeah, I mean, you do become unstoppable because you, you are in complete control of your thoughts. You get to choose how to respond to any situation, whether good, bad, or indifferent. You get to choose that. And so, and here's another one too. Here's another way to quiet your inner voice. The, the whole five second rule where you count backwards from five and act before you reach zero. By following, by following that rule, you're taking action before you let the fear talk you out of it. So if you're about to do something, count down from five, but before you get to zero, act, do, make that phone call, um, send that text, send that email, you know, act on it before you get to zero. You're, you're taking action before you let fear of it. Because one of fear's best, um, I don't want to say motivators, fuel, I guess, is time. Because in that time, instead of acting, instead of doing, there's that time frame for the fear to come up and be like, hey, what if, what if something bad happens? Like, don't, don't do that. You can't do that. So when you do that, when you act upon it right away, you are not letting fear take control of that. You, you, you stay out of it. So I, I really like that idea of being so proactive and driven that you do not have time to listen to any thoughts that are holding you back. And then when you do act and you get the results that you are looking for, you become stronger. On top of that, there's, there's that whole meditation. That it's a great practice to really help you separate um, good thoughts from negative thoughts, that whole observation. And that, that's what accounts what's talking about with just observing your thoughts, just, just observing them. You're able to control them or let, wow, words, you're able to embrace them or let them go. And just by observing, that's kind of what meditation is, is allowing yourself to completely let go of any thoughts out there. Just completely let go and control your thoughts to the point where there's nothing in your mind. And then, of course, you're able to quiet your, quiet your inner voice. Yeah. So, I really hope you're getting some out of this. I'm going to take a little break here. I did this in the last podcast. I think this is kind of fun. I'm doing these. <laughs> I'm doing, I don't know why I got really excited about this. But doing these unsponsored uh, um, commercial breaks. And I think I am going to focus on, what am I going to do a commercial for? Just kind of looking around my desk here. Something that, that I use often. Like a lot. Oh yeah. So the the whole world of advertisements and creating Facebook posts and even the posts that I use for my podcast and for inspirational outlook, for spotless, for all that stuff. I use Canva. Canva is a web-based um platform, lack of a better word, where you can kind of create any kind of marketing material you need or want. And it's pretty fantastic. You can order business cards through there. You can order postcards. I ordered brochures through there one time and they turned out fantastic after I created them. So yeah, Canva. Shout out to Canva. Again, completely unsponsored, kind of spur of the moment type stuff. And back to the show. So we are almost through here. I just wrote this stuff down and this is stuff that has helped me. It's near and dear to my heart. And I really hope you're able to take some nuggets out of it. This is going to be a little bit of a longer one just because there's great material in here. I feel there's great material in here. So another one, I think this is like number seven or five. I don't remember. Um, cause I've got all my notes here. A big one is 
remembering your story has not ended. You are alive. Your story has not ended. So that's something to remember. <laughs> all, no, yeah, so all stories, every single story, every single best story, every single best story that you've read, there has always been ups and downs. The hero nearly always has some sort of obstacle to overcome. Otherwise, it would be one heck of a dull, boring, mundane story where nothing really happens. So if you're alive, if you are listening to this podcast, friend, your story has not ended. Maybe you're in a low period right now. You know what? That's okay. Because it's necessary necessary for you to feel the joys of the highs. It's necessary for you to be there. You haven't lost yet. Your moment will come. The only way you can lose is you give up and don't do anything. As when you give up. You are not done. Your story has not ended. It really hasn't. So whatever you're going through, whether, whether you're in a good time or even a bad time, whatever you're going through, the story is not done. The story is not done. And you still have the opportunity. You still have the chance to tell yourself a different story or start changing the narrative of what's going on. You have that power. It's in your court. I just, that was a, like a tennis volley over. To, yeah. Anyway, another one here that I brought up is ego. And being able to understand the power of of killing your ego. Our ego is essentially our self-perception, how we see ourselves. And a big ego, a huge ego, will say that you're too good for certain things. And it will most likely prevent you to try new things in case this proves you're not as awesome as you thought. A small ego, again, there's that, that medium ground. A small ego says you're not good. In this case, you won't try new things because you believe you're destined to fail. Either way, an ego can hold us back, so you have to be able to understand how to kill it, how to reduce it, how to um, inflate it. Um, yes, how to increase your ego? Hmm, that makes sense. Yeah, sure, we'll just keep it like that. It's recorded, not editing it. So either way, your ego can hold you back. It can hold me back. And it's it's it, it usually is better to have sometimes, well... I mean, it depends. Like, your ego protects you. It really does. I, I believe your ego protects you. So if you completely kill your ego, you end up getting walked on. You end up getting used and abused. And so here's some... Act, I just found these. These came from... One was from Tony Robbins. There's a couple other ones that came from different sources online, but I don't remember exactly where they came from. So I apologize about not referencing them to their authors. Um, yeah, so one of them is, is being able to try new things and fail. Of course, we've heard this one so many times. You'll, you'll realize you're not great at everything. Then it'll come real fast. Although those with small egos might surprise themselves at how well they did. Be like, oh my goodness, I did better than I thought I would. That's, that's a big one. Uh, spend a, an, another good way to, to humble yourself and reduce your ego Eagle, wow, ego, is be able to spend time with people who are doing better than you and what you want to do, all right? Do not look at it as spending time with people who are better than you. No one is better than you. Everyone is on the same 
plane. We are all in the same race, the human race. So we've, all, we've already explored the benefits of being able to spend time with people who are doing better in something that you want to do. Those with huge egos, those with big egos will actively avoid this because they believe that I'm better than them. And then if they are with people who are doing better than what they are doing, it shows them they're not good and they're unqualified and their ego will eat them alive. And so being able to spend time with people who are doing better in something that you really want to do well at. And unfortunately, unfortunately, a lot of times people look at that and it's like, oh, I don't want to be with my competition. I don't want to spend time with somebody who were in the same market. Why not? Why not? I think of the cleaning industry. There's so many cleaning companies in the, the central Wisconsin area here where I have talked to a couple of them and they get really uptight about giving away any information or, or telling me how they are doing as a business, just as a whole. And it's like, dude, I'm not competing against you. You are not my competition. I am my competition. Nate is Nate's competition. My, my, my insecurities, my yesterdays, my um, failures, my mistakes, those are my competition. That, that's, that's truly what I'm after, what I'm trying to better myself at. Oh, that didn't work this way? Cool. That is not my competition. I'm going to try to change that, tweak that, whatever that looks like, implement a new system, implement a new process. That's my competition. And so a lot of times when we, when we want to spend time with other people who are doing better in something that you want to do, we get, we, we kind of get caught up because it's like, I don't want to spend time with my competition. I don't, I don't want them to know what I'm doing. Okay. So there's more than enough to go around in this world for everyone to have their fair share. More than enough. Oh, they were, there's so much. All right. I've got, I haven't talked about that, that one and that one. Okay. I've got two more here. Two more things just, just kind of surrounding this idea of telling yourself a different story, the importance of it, why you should start right now. And if you don't know where to start or what to start telling yourself a different story at, look at your results. If you don't like a result in your life right now, reverse engineer that and say a different story about it. If, if you're looking at your income and you're only making $12,000 a year and you're struggling to get by, you're not doing very well in that aspect of your life. Start telling yourself a different story. Be like, I, I'm, I, I, can, I can earn $50,000 a year or I can earn $40,000 a year. I am capable of earning $40,000 a year. Whatever that looks like. Or in your relationships. If you're really struggling in your marriage, uh, your finances, uh, um, your work life, anything like that. Start telling yourself a different story of the opposite, of the, the, the positive end of it. I... For instance, just writing something down is I am building the I am building a stronger relationship with my wife. I'm building a stronger relationship with my husband or significant other, whatever that looks like to you. In your work life, I am I am learning more to become a better asset to my company or the company I'm working for, whatever that looks like. I am becoming I am a valued member of my business or of my company or of my job. And really, and really focus on the, the, the benefits of that, the positives of that. But you have, to, you have to know what you don't want in order to know what you do want. So, you know, tell yourself a different story. So what, what is a good story to tell about yourself? What, you, you, yeah, Nate, what is a good story to tell about yourself? Here's a good question. 
What would you do with your life if you knew you could not fail? I am more than certain you have heard that question before. What would you do with your life if you knew you could not fail? And if you're not on that journey right now, it's partially to do with a story you've been telling yourself. Look at that. A good new story to create would be how you overcame fear, failure to pursue this life you've always wanted. And so these are just a couple things that I've come up with to start rewriting the story. You know, so first of all, the the very first thing is recognize you are the star actor in your story. A lot of times what happens in our lives is we make ourselves the supporting cast for someone else's story. We 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 become um we become a insignificant part in our lives because we believe we are in someone else's story when in all reality you are the you are um you are the star. You, you mm, yeah, you are the star of your own story. Okay, that is the very first thing that you need to recognize. It is, it is, it's not just, it's not necessarily putting yourself in an egotistical manner of it's me, 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 I, I, I. It's like, no, it's, it's, I matter. I, um, oh man, brain farts here. I matter. I'm important to me. I love me. Um, that self-love will start kicking in too. So you need to realize that you are the star role. You are not a supporting actor in someone else's film. You really aren't. You are the creator. You, 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 are, the, you are the star. You are the, uh, the director, per se, too, in, in, in that. And so focusing on that, starting from there, starting to be like, no, this is my story. This is who I am. I'm the star actor in this. And you really will start to shift how you even look at yourself. Because a lot of times, if, if you view yourself as the supporting role for someone else's life, you may not, again, this is just a, a assumption, you may not love yourself as much as you need to, or as much as you should. So set yourself as a star role. Star role. Set yourself as that creator. That phase really helps you develop that self-confidence you can live on. It, it, it really does. So start there. Just start there. Start like, this is my story. This, this is who I am. And so going back to, going, just trying to wrap up things here, going back to that, that Gandhi quote, you know, suggests it's, it's great to start by challenging your mindset. And I've, I've, I've pointed out quite a few things in here that you can probably take maybe one or two of them and just start utilizing them today and start using them today. You're changing your perspective so you can change your actions, which will then in turn change your results. That is the ultimate goal. You need to change your perspective. I, well, it starts with your thoughts, of course. That leads to a change in perspective. So you can change your actions, which will then in turn change the results. And it will change the results that you are looking for, that you want. Once you change your actions and you change your narrative, you will change your narrative. If your actions don't improve, guess what? Your narrative will never improve. It, it, it really won't. So focus on what you want. Start, start that story of, of this, is, this is who I want to become. This is what I want to have. This is, this is my goal. This is my dream. This is my aspiration. This is who I am. And write it in present tense as if you have already accomplished it, as if you have already obtained it. You deserve, my friend, you really deserve to have and you deserve to be, do, and have all that you 
desire to be, do, and have. And I really hope throughout these podcasts, throughout these podcasts, throughout these episodes that I've talked about, you might have picked up on that. If you don't believe that, if you've, if you've listened to this whole episode right now, or even every single episode leading up to this one, and you still don't believe in yourself, please reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you. I'd, I'd love to, to help you figure out where you feel or where you believe yourself to be in this world and start, start writing your own narrative. I want to be able to help you do that. I, I really do. I want, I want you to, to, what is that called? I want, I want you to uh, set and achieve great goals. I want you to be able to live the life that you've dreamed of. I really do. I, what, I, what I don't want, I'm only going to touch on this for a little bit. I don't want you to get to the end of your life, whenever that may be, and tell yourself, I wish I did that. I wish I had. I regret this. I regret that. Regret is poison. Regret is absolute poison. So if you believe that you cannot achieve all that you desire, or even, even believe in yourself, please reach out. I want to help you. I, I really do. You can always reach out to me through commenting on this episode or through natelooked.com. That's N-A-T-E, Nate, looked, L-U-C-H-T.com. Uh, or you can email me at info at natelooked.com. Another way to get a hold of me there. And we can definitely chit-chat. Whether that's Skype, whether that's for coffee, I'm all about that. So yeah, friend, I really hope you're able to get a little bit out of today's episode and changing your story, recognizing that you are the star actor in your story. You're not the supporting cast. You really are not. Friend, I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope you are crushing it. I hope you continue to set and achieve great goals and are able to help other people do the same. Because when you recognize and realize and understand how to set and achieve great goals, you want nothing more than to tell other people how to do the same. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. Friend, keep crushing it. Keep, keep writing those goals. Keep reaching out and reaching up. I hope you have a beautiful day. And as always, keep going. Keep pressing you. Yes, you are doing amazing. <laughs>